Amen. We're going to come to the word now. Just bow your heads with me where you are. Praise God. Father God, we ask your blessing upon each and every one today. Let your anointing fall on us. Let your anointing break every yoke of opposition to our lives and to the respective ministries that you have called each and every one of us to. Give us encouragement today. Give us hope. Convict us of our sin and renew us in your righteousness. Speak to us, Father, everyone. And as we hear from you today, may your name be glorified in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise this morning. Let us praise him for his goodness, praise him for his kindness, praise him for his love. Our theme today is I am the way. It's time to move into the supernatural. Our theme comes from St. John's Gospel, chapter 4. I will give an introduction to the text. And then I would share thoughts on the following points. One, room available. Two, the importance of prayer. Three, God can use anybody. And finally, it's time to move into the supernatural. It's time to move into the supernatural. Our gospel reading today is normally had at funeral services. Let not your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. So that's surrounds our, our thinking when we hear about John's Gospel, chapter 14. But John's Gospel, chapter 14, is not only to give us comfort in times of when we are bereaved, but Jesus mentioned those words in that chapter so that we can have strength as we journey with him today, as we journey with him in life, and also, by God's grace, expect to meet him in the life beyond, as he indicated. But I would not focus on the life beyond today. I would focus on the life here and now. Our text is in the middle of what we might refer to as Jesus' farewell discourse to his disciples. 
And of course, it started before chapter 14. In chapter 13 of John's gospel, you can see how he washed the disciples' feet. He told them about his coming death. And of course, they were concerned. And of course, they, they were frightened. They did not want Jesus to leave them. So he knew their hearts were, were troubled. And in chapter 15, you can see he goes on talking about the vine and the branches, about the connectivity between the Lord and his people. In John chapter 14, Jesus is encouraging the disciples for them to understand that him and his father, almighty God, would always be with his disciples would always be with the disciples throughout centuries, throughout generations, and that includes me and you. So we realize the disciples were a bit concerned. You know the way where I am going. Thomas says, well, we do not know the way, Father. How can we know the way? And praise the Lord, Thomas asked that question because his response to Thomas was a response for all of us. And Jesus declared, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. I am the way to the Father. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And I call that the question of life. We do not know the way. How can we know the way? I encourage everyone to really be humble, including myself, as we journey into life. If you don't know something, don't pretend like you know it. Ask somebody else, can you help me? Don't pretend as if you don't know. Ask the question that would help you get a solution to whatever you want to solve. Jesus saying, let not your hearts be troubled. But we see that Jesus himself was troubled. Seeing Mary and the Jews weeping at the death of Lazarus. In John's Gospel 11, John 12 tells us also that Jesus' soul is troubled. And John 13 continues to say that Jesus was troubled in spirit. So, if he was troubled himself, what was he really trying to say? Do not let your hearts be troubled. Well, Jesus knows our weakness. Jesus knows all about our trouble. 
He is the I am that I am. What he's saying to his disciples and what he's saying to us today is that I and the Father will be there for you. But I have to go so that you would come where I am. But before you do, I am giving you these words of comfort. I want you to be strong in prayer. I want you to have a personal relationship with me. I want you to be ambassadors of the good news of Christ. I want you to be ambassadors of miracles. I want you to let the world know that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth and Jesus is the life. Rooms available. Jesus wants us to understand that as we journey in life, he's there for us. He's the way. He's talking about God's way of intersecting God's life with our own. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You cannot carry this load that life puts upon you on your own. I, the Lord your God, I am providing a room for you that you would enter and find peace and find grace. A room of mercy, a room of forgiveness, a room of justice, a room of generosity, a room of compassion, a room, my friends, of healing, of love, of beauty, of wisdom, of hope, of courage, a hope of intimacy with you and your God, a room of salvation. Rooms available. Which room do you need to enter today? Enter as you will. The room is there. The room of mercy, the room of forgiveness, the room of justice. Based on your need, based on your desire, enter. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Into that place, that dwelling place, Enter into the shelter of the Almighty and make Jesus the center of your life. In the midst of our troubles, your heart could be kept still by the love of God, by the rhythm of the Holy Spirit, keeping you calm, keeping you still, how does it happen? No one knows except God. But the truth is, only God knows, only God understands, and only God can do. In my Father's house, there are many, many dwelling places. There is room available. Come, and I will give you rest. No matter how troubled you are, Jesus says, come, there is room available. Come, come under the shelter of my almighty wings. Come and take refuge. Come, stop the fighting. I will fight your battles. Come, my friends.
Come, and I will wash you, and I would make you whiter than snow. Come, there is room available. Don't take the law into your own hands. Don't take the battles of life into your own hands. You are but a human being. You are weak. But come, I am the Lord your God. Come, my friends. Come, let us reason together. Come, come, and find peace. Come and find peace. And Jesus stressed the, the relationship in verses 12 to 14. He stressed the relationship and the relationship we can keep alive in so many ways. But in this text, Jesus emphasized through prayer. We need to understand, friends, about the importance of prayer. Prayer demands no special dress. Prayer demands no special place. You don't have to have a degree to know how to pray. Come as you are, and Jesus will hear you. Come as you are, and Jesus will bless you. So I encourage us all to be strong in prayer. Prayer strengthens the weak and weakens the strong. Prayer touches the power of the world to come. Prayer avails because it prevails. Our ultimate position and test as Christians come by how committed we are to prayer. There are many benefits of prayer, but in Romans chapter 2, there is the salvation of souls. When we give ourselves to prayer, there are many things we can benefit. The salvation of souls, the overcoming of the world, and our flesh is another benefit. I encourage you to put passion into your prayer. God, I believe, will never be moved by dull, boring, and spiritually lazy prayers. God responds to the authority that his saints demonstrate in their prayer. It is not the authority of the saints, but the authority of the faith he has given to us. If you believe that God can answer your prayer, then you would pour more faith into your praying. Glory to God. Prayer is very important. There are many, many Christians, and I hope you are not one of them, that are spiritually anemic and weak because they cannot prevail in prayer. Prayer should be a joy. It should be like the air you breathe. It should not be a burden. You cannot afford to hold back or be involved in prayer because it is the source of the spirit of life. I continue to encourage you 
that prayer would help you to ignore critical words spoken about you. Prayer would help you to stir up the gift of God that God has placed within you. Prayer would help you to overcome, hallelujah, those Jezebels tormenting your spiritual power. Prayer is good. It will help you to overcome intimidation and for you to rise up and take your position in the world in Jesus' name. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, we have a wonderful story of prayer in action and the demonstration of the power of God. Believe in me, Jesus says. Believe in me. And we can see in chapter 4 that Peter and John were arrested after healing the lame man in chapter 3. They were arrested by the, by the council, by the opposition, and they continued to preach about Jesus. They continued to preach. And 5,000 people were saved. I am the way. It's time to move into the supernatural. It's time for us to preach this gospel that hearts would be won and souls be saved for the kingdom of God. And Peter and John, even though they were intimidated by the authorities, they said to them, I'm sorry, we cannot stop preaching of Jesus. Do you want us to honor you than Jesus? No way. We will serve Jesus. And the people, hallelujah, were again afraid of imprisoning them or arresting them anymore because many people were believing in Jesus Christ. And so when they finally released them, they went back to church. And they told church, hey church, we were out evangelizing and we were arrested. And this is what happened. They arrested us, but we stood our ground and we preached right there and then and 5,000 people were saved. And when they told the church their story, hallelujah, the Bible tells us in chapter, in chapter 4, verse 24, and when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord, with one accord. And look at what happened in verse 21. The place shook where they were assembled to pray. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost as they spoke the word of God in boldness. My friends, prayer is the key. Let us be strong. Jesus wants us, each and everyone, to be strong in prayer. I want to encourage you today that God can use you. I want to encourage you today that God would use you. The, the people who arrested Peter and John, they were so amazed at them and they said, hey, these guys are ordinary, unschooled, uneducated men that God is using. 
How come they are so powerful? I pray that the world would say that about you. The world would say that about me. The world would say that about our churches. Hey, these are ordinary men and women at Stamford Hill UFC, at Stepney UFC, at Upper Clapton UFC, or at the church to which you belong. These are ordinary men and women, but they have moved into the supernatural. My friends, don't give up on yourself. Your name may not be in the Guinness Book of Record, but your name, hallelujah, will be in the Lamb's Book of Life. Your name will be, hallelujah, as a hero for Jesus Christ. So please, don't think you are nobody, because God used a bunch of nobodies and sent them forth, preaching the gospel, casting out devils, healing the sick, raising the dead. It's time for us to move into the supernatural. That's what Jesus was saying to his disciples. I'm going to the Father, but you are going to be here. Be available so that you can be used by the power of God. I hope that you are willing to serve the Lord. God picked people from every walk of life, ordinary men and women. God would choose you. God would choose me. God would choose us all. Today, the good news is I want to let you know my God can use anybody. My God can use anybody, and my God will use you, and my God would use me, and my God would use us. The problem with us today is that we think we are a bunch of nobodies. Well, people might think that, but God, hallelujah, doesn't believe we are. Abraham was a nobody. Mary was a nobody. Ruth was a nobody. Moses was a nobody. Elisha, Elijah. Hey, how about you? How about me? But let us be powerful people in the hands of God. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. It is recorded that John Knox, a very powerful prayer warrior, he was a man that was mighty in prayer. It is report recorded that Mary, Queen of Scots, is reputed to have said, I fear the prayers of the Knox more than all the assembled armies of you. I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all the assembled army of you. My friends, prayer and faith working together would put action and the reality of the miraculous would be ours. Praise the Lord. God can use anybody. But the truth is, no one can fulfill your calling for you. You have to obey God and submit as his servant. Each one of us has our calling, and each one of us has our purpose. For God to use you, stop running and start doing what God has called you to do. Stop running. Stop running, and God would use you for what he has called you to do. And so, my friends, as I encourage you to move into the supernatural, Jesus says, 
and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified. You may ask anything in my name, and I will do it. Praise the Lord. Let us give God a clap of praise wherever you are. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. I am looking for God to do more miracles in our churches when we return back after COVID-19. But we must move in the spirit of faith and believe in God greater than we ever did. We must believe in our minds that it is going to happen. He says, greater works than I did, you will do. That is the authority that the Lord has given to the church. We must come to God in great expectation of the miraculous. Church, it is no longer going to be church as usual. We have to increase our prayer life. We have to increase in our faith. We have to fast to restore our belief and build our trust in God. To move into the supernatural, we must escape the clutches of the natural. To move into the supernatural church, we must escape the clutches of the natural. But there is a world waiting for us. God and Jesus has got your back. God and Jesus has got my back. All we have to do is just believe. Verse 1 tells us, you believe in God, believe also in me. Verse 10 says, don't you believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? Verse 11 says, believe me what I say. I am in the Father. Or at least believe on the evidence of the world themselves. Jesus just wants us to believe. And when we believe, my friends, there are five things the word says would follow us. In the name of Jesus, they would cast out devils. In the name of Jesus, they would speak in new tongues. In the name of Jesus, they will take up serpents. In the name of Jesus, if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. In the name of Jesus, they would lay hands on the sick and recover, and they will recover. It's time to move into the supernatural. There is power in the name of Jesus more than any other name. It is the only name, hallelujah, whereby salvation can be obtained. Glory be to God. Let us ask God for the power of the anointing. The anointing that destroys every yoke. The anointing, hallelujah, that empowers us to preach the gospel to move into the supernatural. We need to stop having church as normal and start having church in the way that God wants us to have church, in the supernatural. The book of Acts of the Apostles that we are reading in the month of May is about what the apostles did in the name of Jesus after the resurrection. But they did all of this because they obeyed the commandments of God. To preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to cast out devils, 
to teach repentance and remission of sins in his name. Friends, the book of Acts has got 28 chapters, but I believe the book isn't finished yet. We the people, in the name of Jesus, in this postmodern Britain, we have one more chapter to write, and that is Acts chapter 29. It will be a powerful chapter. Acts 29 to be written by everyone on this Zoom service today. A chapter entitled The Miracles of God can be experienced today because Jesus is alive. And so my friends, as we move into the supernatural, let us be encouraged that there is room available, the room of peace and mercy the room of justice, the room of righteousness, the room of the anointing, the room of comfort, the room of joy, the room of love. As your need dictates, enter and receive and make time with Jesus. As we move into the supernatural, let us be encouraged about the value of prayer, the importance of not only collective prayer, but individual prayer as Jesus encouraged in the story. But also to be reminded that you are special, you are blessed, you are highly favored, that God can use anybody and you are not a nobody. Let us move into the supernatural. Let us begin. Upper Clapton, Stamford Hill, Stepney Meeting House, everyone on this Zoom service to write Acts of the Apostles, chapter 29. Together we can, and together we will. But first, we need to be in one accord. Someone needs right now to believe God for a miracle. Just bow your heads where you are your heads. Someone here in our Zoom service needs to believe Jesus for a miracle. Somebody in our Zoom service needs to receive Jesus Christ into your life today. Just bow your heads and just open your heart to the Lord. And someone needs to ask God to help them to move into that realm of the supernatural where they will be operating in the spirit of God, in the gifts of God. God has blessed us with different talents, with different gifts. May God activate your gift. May God activate my gift so that together as the body of Christ, we will be used for exploits for him. 
Just repeat after me where you are. Lord Jesus, I submit to your call upon my life today. Renew me in the power of your Holy Spirit. Move me in the realm of the supernatural so that your name would be glorified in today's world that others may believe that you are alive, living, and mighty. Make me humble as you use me for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen.